Welcome to the Full Jack Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Four Jack Podcast. Big episode for everybody here today. We have a few of us here in the lab. First time in a while that we've been back in the lab. Uh, this episode will be our 2019 year in review. And we might even touch a little bit on the decade in review. But first, before we do any intros, we have a little bit of housekeeping to do. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Jackson Labs. Folks, I know, I'm sure that everyone is looking to start a business in 2020. Um, get something going. Or they already have one. Or they already have one and they need to get it going and just make it the way that it should be. You guys should really get a hold of the folks at Jackson Labs. A brand consultant that can get your, get your brand and your company rocking and just get it in the right way for 2020. Uh, so go check out the folks at Jackson Labs. That's J-A-X-O-N-L-A-B-S dot com. Well, folks, we are, like I said, in the lab. We'll go around the circle here. First one to my left, we got... Tombo, what's up? Merry Christmas, by the way, to everyone here. Thanks, brother. Merry Christmas to you. I hope you enjoyed your time with the fam. And I did. I guess this is it. This is the last pod for 2019. It is. I'm super excited to be here. Excited to have another bud in the in the lab with us today. Absolutely. And I'll send it back to you. Yeah, that is right. We do have a little guest in the house, but before we get to him, we got our main man on the board. What up, codes? Uh, hello, Mon Frere. Uh, Mon Frere. Nice to, uh, <laughs> nice to be here with uh, me amigos. Uh, I'm like Tom. I'm super excited to be here. You know, like, yeah, you know when you, you know, you got something on the go and you know you got to be somewhere and you're like, man, this, I got to do this at 11 o'clock, man. That's not how I'm feeling right now. The that complete opposite because we got a guy that came down. From the north side, hopped in his golf, probably drove here a little faster than he should. He whips around in it pretty hard. Roads are clean too. Look sure. at it. It was real nice out there. Yeah. And, and the man that drove morning, here in seven minutes clean. flat from the north side, uh, Mr. Pat Legree. What's up, gentlemen? Pat's nice to have you here. Give him some of that clap. <laughs> oh, no, that's not that. Oh, sorry, Pat. That's not it. Sorry, bud. Hey, there we go. Yeah. thank you. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's be, uh, good to be in the lab uh, today. It's my kind of first experience uh, sitting around in a full podcast format with all the the gear and the technology going on. Don't this forget is great it. in here. This don't. is quite the operation. It's nice. This, this is my first time nice. too. Right. This is, yeah, this is great. So um, yeah, no, appreciate the invite to come down. It's like I'm a, an honored guest here to be on the, the final pod of 2019. So, well, we thought we should have another golf nerd to hang out with other golf nerds. So that would be a really good time. Gleave and Glivens. Yeah. So for everyone who's listening today, we, like I said, this is our 2019 year in review. We're going to go over three things from each person here. Uh, obviously 2019 was a good year. I'm first off what we're going to state though, of the three things that we choose, no one can mention. The Tiger Woods Masters win, as unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it was all of our favorites. I mean, I know I can for, I can be the first to say that that wasn't just my 
2019 favorite moment that was my life yeah maybe life favorite i remember sitting in sydney in Crying. my bed at four in the morning literally bawling my eyes out waiting Weeping. 11 years to watch that man hoist and i cried like a little girl like it was insane no man you cried like a young man like a young right. man yes like That's a child right. no an like infant. a real man, you showed your emotion. <laughs> Not like an inf- you might have been in the infant in a fetal position, slobbering. It's pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. intense. <laughs> well, you know, we're of that age. You know, uh, some Emotion's of us here are a little bit more aged well, than others. But where, like, I remember or all of us would, where we would have distinct memories of all of his moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, throughout his ascension there to. Uh, Greatness. To his status, yeah. And so, yeah, to see that now kind of come full circle. I mean, I like I remember where, you know, I was when he chipped in on 16 and mm-hmm. like Hoy Lake and all these crazy things like throughout his career. And yeah, to see that kind of come around. To see him fall from that and then get back up on his pony and... Yeah, like, you know, he fell... I mean, like... It's Harder. kind of a redemption story, but it's it's like, I mean it's all it's all self made like it's a yeah. pit that he put himself in really. So, but yeah, just to see a guy just you know take that out just like the golf and to see yeah. you know him kind of come back around there at that age and you know beat up on the young guys is pretty awesome, right? And you know what? It, well, again, this is the last bit that we will talk about the Tiger Masters because obviously everyone knows and everyone listened and watched everything there is to know about it. I mean, he, the guy played. Other than one other time this year, maybe with the Zozo, but like that was flawless golf from start to finish. It was Tiger, the course manager, you know, like he didn't really hit that many crazy shots. It was just consistency at its finest throughout the week and capped it off like, over Brooks Kepka, over Tony Finau, like a, you know, a leaderboard that was chasing him. And it was like a very emotional win when he grabbed Charlie. I was like, and then they showed that clip of him hugging his dad. You're like, oh my God, here come the tears. Like that was actually insane. So big moment and big moment for the cat. So big moment for everyone that's a fan of Tiger. I mean, I never gave up on him when the fall from grace happened. I still backed him. I don't care what happens off the course. I didn't. No, neither did I. I didn't. I, I said he'd never win again. And you know what? You never doubt the big cat. It's what I learned. Proved you were wrong. It's what I learned when we start first started doing this pod. We did a Zozo Championship seven minute rebuttal, saying, "Yo, Tiger, we sorry for ever doubting you. <laughs> you were like he's garbage. It's too cold there. He ain't gonna win, right? You were the inspiration behind that pod. If you listen to the one beforehand, we had to do yeah. it because of you, because our listeners would be like, "Shit, these guys are just Tiger bashers. No, we'll never, no, ever doubt the big cat again. Never. No, sir. I don't even ever. know if it, like." Yeah, we doubted him, but we're just trying to keep it real with him, right? Like it's we, back, it's frozen. As anyone was. Like, yeah. Come on, nobody's gonna bet on that guy, like, after all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would. Right? Exactly. But let's uh let's start it off, guys. Um we'll start with uh Pat. Actually, we'll start with your favorite first favorite moment of the two thousand nineteen PJ season. Well, since we or took golf in general. Well, yeah, yeah. I see. We took Tiger off the. That's got to be off the, the plate list. for everything for all those things. So it's not. I'd say I don't know if I have so many top moments as just the moments that I would remember for 2019. Sure. And uh, you know, we touched on earlier, but I think both of them happened at at the Open Championship, and uh, one would be Lowry and the coronation coming home, but mm-hmm. and maybe more so Rory uh, in the first round of the Open Championship is something. Little bit of a choke well it, it's just like that's like golf is just the wildest sport and no matter the level if you're 
hacking it around on the weekends like we are or those guys just to see how you can like 79 i think i read some stat there where uh i forget what year it was i think it was 2000 tiger didn't have a round over 73 for like two years or something like this on tour do you know what i mean and rory who who's unbelievable obviously player of the year this year and goes out and shoots 79 you know, at his home track, essentially. It's course just, that, uh, of course, that he set the course record on when he was, you know, like, 16. Yeah, shoot 63, right? And just, like, so just another, like, Mental example, like, yeah, of golf and how it can just mess with your mind a little bit. So that would be something that I'd definitely take away from the air, that, the memories, for sure. That was painful, too. Oh, you crushing, see those, like, right? your tears happening, yeah. and when he oh. hooks that tee shot, you're like, oh, no. Frank. Right? Yeah, quiet. Yeah, that cost you a toonie there, roars, right? So, yeah. anyways, yeah. <laughs> right, 100%. So. You'll have to pay 100%. Yeah, so. got to pay yeah, that out. You know, so. so, that's something that sticks in my mind. Yeah, I think so as well. And I mean, I'll touch on that as well for to go back to the British Open. I think watching Shane Lowry was amazing. Um, obviously, I was living in Sydney at the time, and the Irish population is huge. Huge. So, it was pretty cool to see the people really like everybody's kind of talking about this and everywhere you go people are like oh he watched in the open like shane's gonna do it and the boys are pumped and it was really cool to see obviously them holding it back in northern ireland and it wasn't that it was a northern irishman winning or an irishman it was like it seemed like that both of those countries kind of just embraced the guy and took him on as their own so that was really nice to see and then obviously another moment from that was darren clark hitting that opening tee shot like he is by far the biggest reason why that event got back there. You love Darren Clark, don't you? I love DC, man. That guy is awesome. Loves. Yeah. Loves. Just absolutely loves. And I think what was cool about Shane's win also was like the the conditions that he battled on that last round too. Like it was a true like, hey, like it's he, a mudder. Tough. Yeah. It's a mudder. Yeah. yeah. And he separated himself there the in the closing stretch, right? Big time. So Saturday was, really was unbelievable good. too. Like flawless. I'm just thinking back to our podcast we did during the British Open where we were in BC with your family codes wow, talking to Chris. Mm-hmm. And I was memory. like, I'm going to go for that Shane Lowry guy because I met him once. And then you picked. Was not Shane Lowry. It was not. It was the Beef Johnson <laughs> that you were going to pick. <laughs> and he threw me under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I met that guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Oh. Didn't. This guy's meeting all the tour pros. Turns out he only met one mistake and one for another. <laughs> Don't understand how, but Pat, right? Go back, listen to episode six. The sound on it is a little bit garbage, but the jokes are still quality. <laughs> and the energy's there. Exactly. Uh, well, we'll pass it on to Tom. Uh, start us off with your first favorite moment of 2019. Well, <laughs> this one's a big one, actually. I, I'm going to give a huge shout out to a friend of the show, Mark Baldwin. Fair enough. It's not yeah. actually PGA Tour stuff, but he did play play at the 3M Open, mm-hmm. and then he actually just closed out uh, Q School to qualify for the Corn Ferry for the next year. So unreal. 2020, our boy Mark Baldwin's going to be out there trying to make his way to the PGA Tour. Exceptional. Shout out. He's a funny dude, right? We still haven't like so many things to do but we need to post that clip that you talked about of him talking to whoever it is in the cart back and forth on instagram like he is a like he is funny mm-hmm. man he has a lot of creativity as well as pounds it and i was gonna say in a legit move yeah like legit. hammers it like a big was, tall guy big yeah, tall lanky guy. dude just generates a ton of club head speed and speaking back to that point of posting his videos i think 
one thing I've been listening to a few other pods and we got to start putting links to the stuff in our show descriptions. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's a new year's resolution that we'll get into later. Most certainly will. But yeah, that's a, that's one of the biggest moments of 2019, obviously aside from tiger, cause I didn't get to pump up how much I love that masters win. <laughs> oh, best. Yeah. We'll probably go back to that a couple of times as well. It's everyone's know. favorite. I, I think Cody's going to take us down a wormhole over here. No, I know. He's busting no, out his Give notes. us your first. No. Come on. I know there's a list coming up here. No, I just, you, you know, you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about, right? You want to talk about 2019 and we all had different, like, when you said, hey, let's do a year in review, like, my list isn't just PGA Tour. I thought you meant to, like, life. So uh, my list is a little bit different other than Tiger Woods at the Masters. My first point being here that I found out is Jin Young Ko dominated the LPGA this year. Mm -hmm. One of the things that she did, boys, is that I saw this on Sports Illustrated, is that she went into work 144 times, I believe. Yep. No, 114. Sorry, my apologies. 114 consecutive holes without a bogey. Gross. 114 114 holes. holes. Let's see what I got here. She's the number one ranked female player in the world at 24 years old. Yep. She played 114 consecutive holes without a bogey, breaking Tiger Woods' all-time record. Tigers. This year, she won two majors and had the second best scoring average on tour. That is pure domination. I came across that nugget myself this morning and thought, wild to take down Tiger's record. At 20, 20, 24 bogey-free 114 times is like, like that's legit to quit, right? Automatic, yeah. right? Just everything, pure. They're so good. I was They're just going to so say, good. like, I think that is one thing the last couple of years. I mean, it's, it's always been growing, but, man, the skill level on the LPGA is just unbelievable right now like there's so many young girls out there that are just rocking it yeah we gotta go to shaughnessy vancouver and see them this summer we'll watch right? it like that and They're shaughnessy so is good. to see the grounds at shaughnessy would just be showtime mm -hmm. and well, to go watch them bring it down those fairways which are tight tight <laughs> very tight but yeah that's one of my moments sounds like you guys saw that as well but yeah i found that very interesting 114 times man. i can make 114 bogeys in a oh, yeah. means so i'm close though right i have actually we used to have a rule when we played it's too bad we weren't able to get cp on the horn here i think he might have been like one of the originators of the start pat correct me if i'm wrong but we played a game when we played skins and so on for teams or whatnot on Saturday morning. If you made six, because it got bad at one point. We had a buddy who we won't name names. <laughs> to be named later. Can't name him. It's, it's like his kryptonite. You can't be that tall. You can't be that handsome. And you can't be... You can't have it all. You have to have a flaw. His was making bogeys in a row. So we... <laughs> he paid out more... <laughs> I paid out more than once. We started a rule that if you made six bogeys in a row, you owed one dollar for each of those bogeys. And then it got to like it got so bad that more bogeys was more. So then from seven, eight, nine, ten was two dollars a bogey plus the original six on top of like just the craziest. And How I'll did, tell you what, I well in Bud's six, defense I when we're six. playing with Parksy and we're out playing the quarry and he only plays the tips. Because he's it's a badass. Seventy six hundred yards, and it's a three club wind, and our buds a twelve handicap. The bogeys can add up. 
real yeah. quick. How do you deal with double bogeys and triples in that? Is so, that like compounded? No, that's just that's just same. That's just same. You just okay. need to make a par. Just get yourself a par. Stop man. the bleeding. Stop it. But I digress. Who's got another moment for us? Uh, CP. My first. I'll jump in there. Um, I think this is a fairly popular one around table here uh my first favorite moment was definitely matthew wolf winning at the 3m uh there was so much hype around that guy obviously a gankus product coming out of osu just absolute stud guy hits it a mile and everyone's like oh is this guy you know gets in on a sponsor's exemption oh what's gonna happen and makes an eagle on the 72nd hole to beat up bryson which made it even sweeter for me because i hate that guy and it's nice to see him lose Ooh. Tell me more. I can't stand Bryce. <laughs> He's a loser. But Matt Wolf winning, I think that was incredible. I think that guy has a career that is, his career trajectory, in my opinion, looks like really good. I think he's going to be a stalwart on the tour for a while. So that was definitely one of my my favorite moments of the year. It was exciting. I think that would be then if Matt Wolf and you want to tie then all those, I think then the recognition or not recognition, but yeah, recognition of Gankus down there and like, mm-hmm. like what he's teaching and cool and to bring like him to like, yeah, to show him some love down there teaching on mats. Yeah. Bringing that yeah. BDE. Super. Right. Super nice. Well, and then also like, I mean, get it, with Matt Wolf winning, Gankus comes into the into the equation more. You know, he's talking more to the guys. And it's like a new age kind of PGA coach. I mean, this is what guys are going to start going to. And not to, you know, shine a light on Gankus and take it away from Matt Wolf. Like, I think Matthew Wolf winning at the 3M was great because this is not an event that's, you know, popular by any means. Yep. And it just brought a little more attention to it. And it was really exciting golf. I mean, geez, they went low, though. And what was the final? It was like 23 under or something. I mean, it was quite insane. We'd have to get the old fact checker on that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's definitely my first. uh, Well, I think that. One of my top three. And even leading into that would be then just more so also just like... uh, just the young studs on the tour, oh. Wolf and Hovland and like the Markawa. rest of Markawa, like you name it. It's like, yeah, these guys just come on tour and they're not intimidated and like super talented. And it's like, yeah, it's a pretty good segue after, you know, like who's coming after Tiger and you have all these guys. And now you start to look and Rory and the Johnsons, these guys are all mm-hmm. 30 plus, And now it's like, yeah, this is kind of the new wave, right? So and it's, it's pretty a, exciting to be a golf fan to see yeah. these guys out there. Yeah. You're seeing these guys come on tour a lot more ready than they, I think they ever have been. Yeah. So, I mean, these guys are just built for the tour. I don't think uh, it's going to be Jordan Spieth. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, that guy's dead, right? If we're talking, he's not dead. He, Pat was saying some things about him. Were you not talking about ball striking putting averages? In order to- well, again, we'll have to get the fact checker on it, but I, I believe this past year he had statistically... Uh, one of his best putting seasons of his career, and if not, like it was, on yeah. tour in the last thirty years or something like this, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't sniff much. I think he had like four top tens uh, from a guy who looked like he would be, you know, busting down into double digits and majors here a few years ago. Yeah, right. Uh, like after fourteen, fifteen, yeah, absolutely right. And um, yeah, he's lost his way a little bit with his swing, and it's kind of. Yeah, it's a little shocking to see what can happen and how. I guess it's more so how 
tight that line is that they walk between being, you know, a top 10 Ryder Cup stalwart major mm-hmm. champion and a guy who's 60, 70th finding his way sort of thing. Renting it's a boat very, to hide during you know the President's I mean? Cup. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like, yeah, it's a very thin line for these guys between, you know, superstardom and just being a guy missing cuts and grinding away and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, trying to find your way, right? So I'll tell you one thing. If, if Jordan ever sees his career go a different direction, there's generally going to be a spot open on the 4Jack podcast if he wants to be a correspondent. Oh, yeah, I'd love to bring him up to Edmonton for that. Yeah, <laughs> we'd love yeah. to, Jordan. But yeah. just so you know, the, the fact checker is not dead. Um, Matthew Wolf took it down at minus 21 at the 3M 21. Open, just to clarify some things. There we go. Wow. As far as his Jordan Spieth stats, some of these... Back checks are a little more complicated, so I need a little time. Yeah, no, well, I can tell you that he's uh, 181st in driving accuracy and 185th in ball striking. And uh, in greens, he was ranked first in putts per round, putting average. Uh, it's actually insane when you think about it, it's that. It's, like, pretty wild. Like, he in, was the best putter on tour and but just couldn't, couldn't get a top 10. You know what that equals, boys? love the new soundboard right yeah it just makes it more interactive but i also like fact pat's fact checking abilities here he may we may be finding himself a spot that's nice i'm fully prepared to write him an eight dollar an hour (laughs) offer right now right now i mean at best yeah yeah for this 45 minutes right here's six bucks get out of (laughs) here i gotta say speed did have one of the best sound bites of the year though when he was yelling at greller at the u.s open when he airmailed that green, oh man, that was freaking priceless. Or when he hit that rake in the bunker, I loved it. Like I love the interaction between Spieth and Greller. Well, that's something that needs to remain. Well, what's really wild as I'm scrolling through here is that his round one scoring average, he's ranked ninth in tour, and his round two scoring average, he's ranked first in tour. So, and contrast that, fellas, yeah. with the weekend of 170th and 187th respectively <laughs> on tour in third and fourth round scoring Ooh, average. Wow. Tell me more. Right? <laughs> the mind, right? Yeah, so the 79 yeah. with Rory, this, it's like, what's the difference? Like you're just, you know, that's insane. You just wake up the next day and you're a different player, right? Yeah, you just tense up sport. a little bit more <laughs> and then you start leaving things open yeah. and then you, yeah. yeah. Well, there. he spoke with it like about it so many times on, you know, numerous pods, but like, how he's so close. Like he talks about getting into his pocket. Like that's where he was in 2014, 2015. And he's like, I'm there. He's like, it's just not translating it at impact. Like he's like, I'm, I know I'm in that spot, but it's when he gets to, you know, a couple inches before the ball, he's like, Oh, the club phase is in a different direction now. What is that P six? Yeah. And he gets to the old P six, just wing, tangle, yeah. pangle. Yeah. <laughs> well, on my way over here, I was listening to, no laying up see your interview when they had Jordan on talking about his swing thoughts and it was mm-hmm. it was pretty interesting to like listen to that and he's he says that like what happened at Augusta on 12 I believe it was part yeah. three when he put the two in the water is yeah he just when he starts to get a little tight he doesn't fully do his backswing so then he just gets steep and the club face is open and, and his miss short, short right, right. Yeah. yeah that's what they were saying in that it, that he was missing that like all week that was yeah. kind of his miss or whatever he's right? missing that all season he's yeah. like and yeah. 90% of the time you're fine with that except on 12 with those stats yeah so but we digress and we yeah. move on um, we'll move back to Pat give us number two on your list for the year 
pat mouthing to the microphone f i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) right it's just so we're aware right like that's not (laughs) do you know uh, i think like uh what about i know you have a trip coming up that you booked that must be exciting no golf no no no, we don't get to talk about that we don't get to talk about that that. well i think it was like this year you know like thinking back even majors wise they kind of Beth Page wasn't that was the greatest waste. track, right? Yeah. And uh, Kepka maybe getting a little bit of, uh, we'll call it uh, damage to the persona this year, perhaps. Like he like had that. he had quite a few opportunities this year, like at the Masters. Mm-hmm. Really, he put it in the water in twelve. He missed putts on seventeen and eighteen. Like that would it, that kind of actually was maybe less of a story than you would kind of had anticipated with him kind of missing that, not getting it done kind of not a met factor in the mm-hmm. following major. Um, so they kind of they kind of blended in. It kind of started with Tiger. It ended with Tiger at the President's Cup. And uh, I think, like you said, the spattering of stories from the young guys, this and that, there wasn't really one well, that's what like they crazy say, like, story this year. Not one, it but was kind of like that rivalry, not even yeah. rivalry, but that chirp, chirp, yeah. that's yes. forming between Rory right. and Brooks. That is well, an interesting. Say, yeah, maybe how even social media has kind of all the chirping with guys. They're a little more vocal on Twitter. Even with Bryce stuff, right? Like, yeah, yeah, lots of stuff, right? The Brooks and, and Bryce was yeah. interaction was great. Yeah. yeah. So it, ideally, Rory maybe comes out the gate here and. Uh, gets a major or something here pretty quick because uh he finished the year so well like i i could see it happening oh yeah and he won his tw- uh, player of the year and this that but you know if you're going to be having twitter fights well the guy that's winning majors is winning that that's the trump card mm-hmm. all the time right? right so yeah nice top 10 again i got i got four majors yeah. it's just like right. so <laughs> right like, so yeah. yeah you know that's the end of the conversation unfortunately which shouldn't you know of course we all you know appreciate the season long dominance of Rory and what he did but when you mm-hmm. get into uh, to the nuts and bolts of it this is how professional athletes are judged right it was also the, the biggest like moments, season, right season long for Brooks and to be fair sure. 79 in the biggest moment of his him, life 100% so yeah. <laughs> you can't be shooting 79 on your home track uh, but in front of the home crowd I mean it was a, it was a season for Brooks to be fair like every single major it was Brooks talk I mean Augusta came close. U.S. Open had a chance on the last. Yeah, PGA obviously won it. Um, the British, he, yeah, what was he in British? Like he finished like T four. Yeah, I mean, see, he that's, was, that's the thing. Like you said, it's like quietly he's still just, it just he's so consistent. I and mean, when you hit it that far, and you putt that well, like it's, I think it, the distance is just shocking with him at times. Like look at him and Rory. I mean, they hit it so far. It completely eliminates other guys from the game, really. Like even when you play with, yeah, hundred percent, right? Length. Would you rather be super long or like good with like your short irons? I'd rather be like longer and like hit it out of the rough totally. and like take my chances, like stabbing at it and yeah. so on and so forth from shorter distance, one hundred percent. Like just playing with my buddies mm-hmm. when they do length rules. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's even said it. He's like, I don't care if I'm in the rough. He's don't. like, I got a short iron in or a wedge. Yeah. Who cares? Like they can spin it. It's not a problem. Yeah. So, which speaking of then Brooks just quickly reminds me to touch on Bryson. And in our last pod, I was like, look at this guy. He thinks he's so big and stuff. And then I seen a comparison of an actual him last year to this year. And that dude is thick as 
F. He's always been big though. Yeah, but yeah. he is he's like a linebacker. He's, he's pretty he's pretty thick now. Like if you see a side by side and like how like he is strong. So like I don't know if that'll f- make a difference though. I think using a forty or four point six degree driver, knocking his RPM to two thousand and gaining an extra fifteen yards due to power and velocity. Could take out touch though. Could <sighs> Could take We've seen it touch. happen with Tiger. How did he? How did he perform at the at the Presidents Cup? Not great, not bad. Eh, nothing. He certainly remarkable. wasn't the. Yeah, I was gonna say he certainly wasn't the best on that team. Tiger was. Yeah, by far, it wasn't even close. Yeah, he was beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so looking back here, I got to rewind here for a moment. I'm gonna take you back to these Kepka comments. He was ridiculous all year in all the majors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he missed a couple of putts in the Masters. So what? And he still came back and won and tied fourth in a second place at the U.S. Open. So yeah, just constantly didn't... threatening the top. Yeah, yeah, just that's amazing to have to... that kind of just game Ooh, to be tell like, me more. Right? And you're just like, yeah, well, you missed a couple of putts coming home, right? You should have won scar tissue. Yeah, right. I mean, he had it's a chance to legit so win all four yeah. majors this year. Yeah, yeah, like it's gross, Anyways. but. We'll see what happens next year. I'm sure he'll be there anyways. But mm-hmm. Tomo, yeah. give us your second uh, second on the list. This one's tough because uh, like I came prepared with five points, so I'm That's I'm fine. cutting two right now. Um, <laughs> Pat was kind of touching on it with the rivalries and things of social media getting getting the game more elevated from a, a jibby jabby standpoint. And one yeah. of my favorite things was. Jimmy Patrick Reed's little cheating scandal. It, yeah, and it shouldn't have been little. Yeah, no. it wasn't little, right? Actually, yeah. now that I say it, it was definitely not little. It was quite big. Um, obviously, he's a cheater and he sucks. But I thought what the social media world did to him for that, and the golf world was pretty damn funny. That like, I just keep going back to that meme of Game of Thrones where Cersei had to walk through the streets <laughs> naked and seeing a meme with Patrick Reed's head on while everyone shame. was shaming him. <laughs> shame, right? Shame. And that shame that made me laugh. So yeah, I think uh, I think the tour should have done something a little bit uh, over and above. To be honest with you, I yeah. don't think he should have been playing in the President's Cup. Yeah, um, especially an event run by the tour. Yeah, that's like an exhibition. It's uh, yeah, I think it's they're promoting everything that Reed is kind of showing that they almost praised him. He's not right, and so I think the tour maybe should have. Stepped in a little bit and eliminated that from even, you know, being with, down there on the President's Cup. and With all fairness, he said it was the camera angle. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the, the camera angle. So, but yeah, it, 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 we all saw what, the though, sand flying. On, yeah, on right. his behalf, though, like, it, if you had just admitted that you did it, okay, whatever, we'll take it. But, like, the timing of that was so poor. Like, you're a captain's pick going to the President's Cup. And the week before you decide to cheat and try and talk your way out of it, dude... Well, Come on. Then just you just hear more it. rumblings of that. This is like guys chatter about this and have for years and years and years yes. with him, right? So, yeah, lots of whispers, right? So, yeah. don't like whispers, boys. Well, I mean, he's just, if you're a known cheater and you do it again, someone's got to like lay the law down on this guy. I mean, it's ridiculous. What do you think in like a good old fashioned beat down? Like the <laughs> four of should find him. I'd like to see a suspension. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Well, yeah, of course. Take out some of your events. Yeah. Hey, like, take out a major. The, the, in golf, <sighs> you only have... Wow. Honor is everything in golf. Wow, you're right. You cannot cheat. You're it's right. the only thing that's that you cannot take. do. 
I would love to see him get a suspension. Like, come on, man. It's the only thing that has that like holds golf above the rest. It's your honor to not cheat. Yeah. And you're a multiple time cheater. Like, come on, dude. Like, give him something. I think a president's cup suspension would have been fair. But I think going like, we're just going to pick a major and you don't get to play that now. Take out Augusta. Like, if, if it was the week before Augusta, take away Augusta. Right. I don't even know how that would work, though, as a past Masters champion. Like, I don't know. If, like, does yeah, the tour not really have a whole lot of control over that anyways because it's Augusta. mainly run by the Masters? Yeah, I don't know how it would get so into would, suspensions and stuff like that. I it'd think probably the, be a PGA. I think the tour, tour would. I have no idea. You would think the tour suspension would supersede them playing in the Masters. You'd like for to sure. Think. It's still a PGA Tour event, so. Yeah. Huh. But I don't know. Hopefully it cheats again next year. I don't mean to be rude. But we got to take a short break because I got to use the little boys' room. Chris, can you give me a number lower than 20? 19. Lower. 17? Lower. God, Cody. 15. Bingo. Did you know that the 4Jack podcast has recently been featured number 15 on Feedspot's Top 25 Golf Podcast, Chris? The four jack has? Yeah. That's unbelievable. We actually rank higher than David Faraday's podcast. So if you want like real golf talk that's gonna get you engaged, you should really just be listening to the four jack, right? And we are back <laughs> on the four jack podcast with the year in review. I love that uh glittery glittery little intro for us there. The harp. Yeah, it's quite nice actually. It's beautiful, yeah. isn't it? And it's soothing. Puts you in a nice place. Yeah. Yeah, on this uh, sunny Saturday afternoon. Big shout out to Oilers Nation. I think we have to give out for starting a podcast themselves, but then also showing the road Class A Servo Bias preamp AFX on board. This board, new board we got, boys. It's nice. I rode. Primo. Boys down at VizTech. Geraldo. Geraldo. Hooked us up. Gerard. Big time. Is it Geraldo or Gerardo? I don't know how we say my man G, G Dog. Right? You G. know me, right? G like that's how good. I roll. You what's G. up, G? And talk to our man G, G. down there. He'll hook you up if you need anything. Audio, drone, like they got so many things. Like forty six hundred dollar lenses. Like just you could spend I wish I got gift cards to VizTech, to be honest with you. I'm in a different place. Like Bud Pat, I know he would love some golf tech. I mean some golf tech. Golf town gift cards maybe slide on that we all would maybe some fair. golf maybe some golf traders traders either one i don't care like i just need some new sticks so whoever wants to hook me up this year thanks yeah looking at you uh mccully jim isn't going to give you any sticks yeah i know you can't even get carded you need to get carded first that is I the first really hero's so. journey we can touch on this later but I yeah that seems like sticks a for sale <laughs> oh yeah patty i'll just take yours that's fine <laughs> yeah, pat's a lefty right he's a little bit stiff. He's got all you need. I won't even get them airborne, but that's all right. Uh, so we are back into our year in review. Uh, I think Cody is up actually for point number. Are we on two or three now? Those two. two. I don't even know, man. Two. I can tell you something that I enjoyed in the year in review would be the the presence of Phil Mickelson on Twitter. <laughs> I think that he is doing it the right way. Social media in general. He, the fireside chats, the stories in behind with certain young professionals or old or so on and so forth. Hitting nah. bombs. Hitting bombs. That was my favorite clip of the year. Calves mm-hmm. like Adonis. 
baby fire fireside phil had larry david he's spoken to like just bringing like a cool golf presence five on yeah and as we continue in the age of the importance of like social media and like growing your own brand and the presence that you have out there like we do so to speak right that's why we tried to cut a lot of our swear words so we can run a clean pod so we can hit the clean audience i can't guarantee that yeah, we I can't. And nobody we can't. But once in a while, in the twenty-first <laughs> yeah, century, yeah. right? Slips out. Fuck. What do you do? Right? Who knows? Right? I don't know. Right? But I think Phil. I liked Phil. On, Loved Phil on Twitter for sure. I didn't like Phil and Tiger's battle. Was that this year? No. Was that thing? Was that thing? That was last year. Jeez. Yeah. I was just gonna say they just reminded me of that because I think I saw a picture. Fabricated stuff's no good. No. Yeah. No. I'm glad that died. It's not because their money. When yeah, we were also no. talking about crazy, they need to redo that match. I was going to bring up the Phil putt at the U.S. Open, but that was last year where he did the little run across the green, smash it. And it was, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's too bad we didn't start this pod last year. We would have had some funny things to talk about, though, right? Do you know yeah, what I mean, though? Like 100%, right? Last year was yeah. good for it. That putt that he did have at the Open is absolutely crazy. Like, bashing it around. I'm going to start doing that more. Yeah. I forgot about that. I've been doing that for years, man, so don't worry about it. <laughs> quick rake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just a quick rake. Um, but that's my point that's my point I don't know if you guys agree with me I think as well then that ties into like I guess like the social media presence of like golf yeah golf in general is getting a greater social media presence with even Tiger even Tiger puts out a few more things here and there Adam Scott has a Bubba Claus all these kind of yeah Max Homa's got guys like Eddie Pepper all these guys yeah they got some pretty good stuff out there Max Homa that stuff that he put out recently was so good those like swing reviews yeah ripping people's swings it's pretty man that was funny yeah he's priceless that was like another good like side note story for the year like seeing him win I mean seeing we'll give some honorable mentions like I'll put him in there Nate Lashley I thought that story was amazing yeah but it's just nice to see guys like that win instead of Tiger and Rory. Well, not so much. It's nice to see Tiger win, but like Rory and Bryson, any of these top 10 guys. I mean, the money doesn't mean anything to them, but like a guy like Max Homa to, or Nate Lashley to win 1.2 mil, like that legitimately changes their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, they've grinded from whatever God knows tour to the Corn Ferry to the PGA and then they win and it's like, oh, finally like they have something set up and i just i enjoy seeing guys like that win especially a guy like max homa who's just funny as hell so then all your second cousins and everyone start coming out of the woodwork oh saying, yeah hey yeah. so i see you made it <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny i think cody you're right though social media it's been interesting to watch how it's like affected the transformation of golf and like because obviously everyone there's been a stigma of golf's an old person sport right but social media and like the culture that's on there, all these young, good golfer girls that are coming up, like it's been cool to see Fireside Phil, like everybody's just yep. bringing some cool content. And well, it's what golf needs, really. Yeah. I mean, it needs to get to that younger generation. That's why podcasts like this or No Laying Up or Fried Egg or Foreplay, whoever, to get these guys on and actually just like, you know, humanize them and just not have to look at the these guys as superstars. I mean, I want to hear their opinion on things. I want to hear their average, you know, quote, their quotes about whatever and their daily life. Like, I don't want to just hear about them winning an event. Like, I want to mm-hmm. hear them trash talking guys. And they, they have to bring it to a younger generation. The sport's slowly dying. I mean, they need to bring it a, 
bring it forward more to the millennials and get it going. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, well, it, I don't, it rounds are down, I guess, most mm-hmm. places, but it's just, it's time consuming. Exactly for the new day and age, I and think. expensive. Yeah, but. Obviously, no one here cares. We still love it. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah as long as much. we still love it, I don't really yeah. care. I got Bud sitting in this lab right now. I wish golf was a six-hour round instead of a four-hour <laughs> round. Pretty much, Cody yeah. James. Forgive me for loving the outdoors. <laughs> Forgive me for wanting to spend time with friends. It, I think it mostly stems from the fact that, uh, mostly like this year, like I wasn't just very good, so it was like I don't even care how long I stay out there. Like it's just nice to chill with you. <laughs> then I'm gonna drive home nice my shoulder so yeah it was nice i we talked about this it's funny i'm just cutting a pod that'll be released just after this one bud tom's birthday present so to speak is his sit down conversation with mr accordingly thomas down in phoenix where they discuss slow play and it comes up that for example bud pat is a notorious fast player he enjoys pace go right to your ball not there for so much the chit chat see you on the tee box that's not rude that's that's how that's the groove yeah that's because he's trying to get out for a second round <laughs> and no he doesn't anymore he doesn't low. play no he doesn't he'll tell you right now he'll be the first to admit well, we 36 did. well that is something that we got to talk about there so still nursing the injuries but yeah going slow i don't mind chitty chatter and i don't mind coming to like give you a read of your putt <laughs> yeah, i'll take a look too. at all yeah hey, come over here sure why not right what's up so yeah, anyway, I, di- I, I, di- I digress. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I'll go on to my second favorite moment of the year, and I think, I know, like, it's a Tiger moment. It's not the Masters. I think seeing him win Zozo in Japan was really cool. I mean, I don't think anyone expected him to win. Um, you didn't? Certainly not us. Uh, certainly not us. Uh, and then to win the 82nd, event of his career was you know that's incredible and then to watch him play you know it again it just went back to tiger the course manager like it 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 was good it was great golf but it was almost boring like the guy just played so conservative but then like on saturday jesus did he miss a putt like every single birdie putt either went in or had a really good sniff at it and you know it was really nice to watch that especially having that first event ever in japan I think that's exactly the kind of place that needs to have a tour a tour event and for Tiger to win the inaugural one was great. So I would definitely put that on my list. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys think, but I like it sneaking in a little Tiger love, right? After. Yeah, it's kind of like a half cop out because you couldn't pick the Masters, so still picking Tigers, but I appreciate it 100%. Appreciate yeah, it. yeah, it was a good win as well as like has mentioned when we did that pod, like the after the recap, like just how... That's the first time that they had seen Tiger in so long, or is it mm-hmm. first time? Long time. In Japan? Yeah. First time they've ever had an event. And not have that many cell phones out to take pictures of like that mm-hmm. kind of, not that memory, not that that is, but like, let's watch it with our eyes and yeah. absorb let's it. Let's talk about it kind of thing. Good I crowd. think that is, that cool we course. talked about it was cool. The lack of phones and technology in a place where technology is so prevalent. Yeah. I guess that was neato. Yeah, I just thought it was a good event as well. Like the course was sick. I mean, Beautiful. It was double greens. Beautiful. Loved it. I got a, a little 2020 prediction question to ask all of you is Go on. where does Tiger Woods Woods win his 83rd? Which tournament? Augusta. The Masters. Nice. I hope. 
It's a bold call, Cotton. Very bold, but like <laughs> probably where I would have gone had he not pulled the trigger and I asking the question. Codes? Arnold Palmer Invitational. Yeah, mm. right? Bale? Yeah. That's I just say that also that. as well selfishly because if that's that's the one event if I could go down and see an event well, like PGA it would be at Arnold. Well, it's one of those like events he's won like nine times. Or whatever, yeah, right. Like well, out of nine times, all the tees are down there. Yeah. Course is in nice shape. Super. I nice. could see him winning there or Tory Pines. I mean, is it the Farmers now? It's not the Farmers. Whatever um, the hell that event Tory. is. I think it is the Farmers. Is it still Farmers? Yeah, I mean, I he's won at Tory eight I times. too early in the season now for Tiger. Yeah, oh, that's get true. It is right early, yeah. yeah. It's a tough question because you have to then... You have to think about weather. Where he's actually going to play, right? Like, where does Tiger play throughout the season? Pat, do you have... He's only going to play like 10, Anything. 12 well, events. Well, yeah, I mean, I would like, I'd like to say Augusta too, right? Like, okay. Yeah, because I got to be rooting for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but... Uh, yeah, anytime you know he's teeing it up, I think. Do you think Tiger can have a chance at the U.S. Open this year? No. It's at Wingfoot. No. Yes, you have to say yes. Yeah. You can't ever doubt Tiger. Why would you? Does he have a Especially chance? Especially if yep. the conditions does, get tougher, I think that's where his skill. Like it's not Beth Page, where five hundred yard par fours all over the place and death rough. It'd be. I think you'd have to. Uh, shop shaping and quality of shots i think is more rewarded at a place like where they're going next year to uh wing wing foot, foot? to wingfoot it sorry. depends with the weather though like you know and so i think yeah i think that's where he can separate himself a little bit more from the boys so that's my I think prediction he's got, yeah i think he's got a good chance because this is the year that phil turns 50 in yeah. june and then is able to play both he could play wing fo- the U.S. Open at Wingfoot and then drive up to Rhode Island and play the Senior U.S. Open. The he can't play week. the Senior U.S. Open. He can. Yeah, I know, but he can't. Be sick if he did. Yeah, and he's going to win the damn things. Yes, that's so. what he's going to do, boys. I'd like to see it. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, that would be pretty sick if he won. Like, because I'm predicting Tiger wins the U.S. Open, but if Phil went up to Rhode Island and took down the senior US Open. I think there never be a won. rule if you're like top <laughs> 25 Open. in driving distance on the PGA Tour, you're not allowed to go <laughs> up the road and play the senior tour, right? Like, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that should be allowed. What do you mean? Yeah. Those guys are bombing it Bernhard Scott, ice in his veins, though. He'd be a tough one to take down. Right? Scotty like, McCarron, Bernard Longer, like, tough. It would oh, be no. hard. Like, it, obviously, it's no joke. Those guys are playing awesome, but yeah, Phil. He's got calves of a dog. It's a <laughs> like little cheat. Smashing the ball, right? And he goes and plays some sixty-seven hundred yard golf course and just, <laughs> just bashing it past yeah. guys. Right. So yeah, screw you, know, Bernard Long. <laughs> <Sorry. Yeah. laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I think it's always there's always a chance of Tiger, but next year's where do they have the PGA? Medina. No, it's not a Medina. Could be. Let's get our fact checker on yeah, it. Yeah, pull that out, yeah. but I mean, I don't think Wingfoot's the best place. Like you said, if if, if he's shaping the shots, if it's warm, because it could be warm. I mean, it, what is it? Like, it's in New York State, so I think it's way up north there. So it depends on the weather. It's in San Francisco. Oh, the PGA? Yeah. At Harding Park. Oh, at Harding Park. Yeah. And he has Ooh, played well there tell before. Me more. He did play well at the President's <laughs> Cup there that one year. So, but that, I've, I've watched the preview on that. They are stretching that place out. So. If it's warm, it could be, but San Fran's usually pretty freaking cold. So it's pretty who temperate knows? normally, just yeah. 65 degrees, 70. Maybe not as ideal conditions, but who knows? But no, it was cool. Who's up uh who's up next? 
I think it, you can come back to me. I believe it would be Tom for his yeah. uh, final choice of the year. Yeah, this is it. This is where I'm going to shoehorn in this, three things I in got one. A, that's a good final choice of the year. That reminds me on the soundboard. I, fact checker. I need a fact checker and someone that's writing shit down. Got to add the drum roll to the board. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, this was just a big year for golf and me, I guess, as a person. Oh, wow. We, personal. We, uh, we spent a lot of time, Cody and myself, doing some some work down at the Royal Mayfair on Monday nights, helping the juniors. And you've been going hard on the Royal Juniors Instagram page, and it just has been reminding me of all the fun times we had with those kids, just like their crazy energy towards golf and life and like who they are as people like videos of these kids flossing, dancing in the rain, crazy, just like awesome. having, crazy. having the time of their lives. It was, it was like lying special. on the ground. Yeah. In like a rainstorm. I mean, Tom are under a tree and we're like, guys, you got to come in. And they're like, no, nah, we having too much fun. And they literally lie on the ground and start doing like snowing, rain <laughs> angels, rain angels. And then they get up and they start flossing and they're like singing in the rain. And we're like, you guys do you. It's infectious. Eh? It is. It's like, yeah. dang, I should have a little more of that energy in my life. Um, Did you join them? No, stayed right underneath the tree. <laughs> yeah, should have. Underneath, took video, documented it all for them. Should have joined them. Can I tell should you guys have. a wild story from juniors? Mm-hmm. So me and Tom, Tom, were you there that wild evening? Um, let me remind you many a wild let evening. me remind you so there's one evening where I'm driving around I can't remember if he's no I think I dropped you off and you were taking pictures of the kids oh, yeah. around in the trees yeah, I and I was driving back and yada 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 so I'm yeah. cruising around patrol and I see a guy uh, a little a little man on three par five dog leg left right or around the, the back hill. no right around right around no hill I don't like that oh, hole just like that oh, that's amen corner at the royal so I see him like running beyond the green coming from like the cabin, the log cabin that's on 17. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, nothing, nothing. And he's heading back and I, he's running closer to me. And I look at him and I say, whoa, what happened? His nose is just bloody. He's got blood everywhere. And Leaking. Being, yeah. And being first aid certified like myself, not just for myself, but for everyone around me. You jumped into action. I said, "Hey, my name's Cody." Reintroduce myself because they forget me every week. Hey, Mon Frere, my name's first Cody. Aid. Mi amigo, is everything okay? He's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "What happened?" And so he was running with a push cart forward, and the front oh, dipped, no. and just being a little dude, it's like nose level, and he just, just smashed it. right into it, right, oh. and was and was like tough, tough as nails. Like, you imagine how like you gotta hurt, you gotta bash your nose pretty hard. To make blood come out of it. Yeah. You want to quit? No. Oh, man, just He's on a heater. For, just looking for a new towel. Right. Probably went birdie birdie. Infectious like, energy. Nah, I keep going. Yeah. An inspiration. Well, no, yeah, not to get too soft, but they just like, they, they love, yeah. when Tom talks about when we're looking through these and doing all those things, yeah, but like, yeah, truly love the game. Rain, like I know you ain't playing in the rain. You're made of sugar. Made of sugar. Sometimes. You'll <laughs> never catch me on the rain, man. I was caught with you in the rain once. Uh, many times horrendous rain yeah but i want to keep moving because my list i'm going to shoehorn a couple things juniors Go. um number shoehorn. two would be my caddying experience for dally at the canadian club pro championship down there at wigwam in phoenix yep that was an amazing time right just to be there with dally watching that guy just do what he does was 
quite envious of I'm just looking at like wow how do you do this like under this pressure with these guys like just drive after drive down the middle of the fairway like hitting shots close hitting every green rolling putts to within a foot always from anywhere yeah it was special to watch and then the third and final I like to think I taught him everything that he knows I like that sure let's go with that where else would he got it from codes He's been he's been on the bag. I just I walked into an easy job, right, with Cody being a caddy for Dally a couple times before. Like he's trained him well on how to manage the course and I just had to keep his clubs clean, but I left one behind because Always have he hit a bad one. shot. Always one, one, one yeah. job. Oh my <laughs> right? god. Yeah. One job. Of course you did. Of this, course you did. This Philip guy told the course marshal that he should fire his caddy. And but to be honest, I was like, Dally, we were on a birdie run there. And that wedge didn't do you right. Like you hit it high on the face, and oh yeah, time he to gone. give up on it. One of those leakers. Yeah, yeah, like she gone, man. Like I don't know. <laughs> we got to use the other one. Did you get it back? Yeah, we did. Oh, of course. Um, someone never stole. Know. Someone stole it at a club it, professional event. Hey, that'd be, be so wild. funny. Hey, you seen yeah. it? Man, you got fifteen clubs in your bag there. Yeah. <laughs> Real nice club too. Yeah. Just, hey, okay, I like what I'm seeing. Um, and then my final just major point was kind of this podcast really Absolutely. like yeah, this has been a crazy adventure from a, a phone call in the car in the rain with chris <laughs> on a 15 hour time difference to like where we are now and like our, our listens doubled in the last month like mm-hmm. it's just it's been interesting getting a lot of feedback like i've been involved with building a lot of different things over the years and i've never been a part of something that this quickly is getting the love that it's getting like because we're bringing the golf community that we know like locally extensively through some phoenix stuff vancouver with parksy who should have been on this phone call but like parksy they're all loving it and it's nice to see what cody's getting back from the feedback like where we're seeing the future we got a new website about to launch with a bunch of product hopefully a little collaboration with g from golf traders and Sean Hill and those boys on on a cool little idea for the golf game and getting people introduced. Um, yeah, it's been a good year for the pod. Yeah, thanks, Tom. I think I think we can all say thanks for that. And you know, I think this is a big thing for you know not just you, me. I think for everyone, like this was such a like cool experience to kind of make the decision to go with this. And I, I don't know, I find the engagement extremely rewarding and. Yeah, the, I think the growth of this thing has been a lot of fun and surprising, and it'd be exciting to see what happens in 2020. You guys looking at me? Is that yeah, I was hoping I'm for something. Like, I hope you know, you're the other guy. Sentimental, just, right? Boys, just boys and girls that are listening, just so you know, I'm looking at the new board. I was just about to bring him on some of my own intro music, and then I just heard crickets. <laughs> so I knew they must have been staring at me. Uh, yeah, man, pod rules. Working hard, grinding, as you all, as you all know, know so well. But having and fun, right. still nonetheless. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it's just learning new. I guess the biggest thing for me for this whole thing is just uh, my. Well, I may not. I guess I know a little bit more about the PGA Tour, but I know about a little bit more about some other things putting together. Like if you guys haven't, like I don't know if you guys saw my Tobiano video. Like it was just a quick forty-five second Bang. banger, knocked down to seven twenty resolution just in order to get the frame rates put on instagram but like if you want like that's where the youtube page comes in like i can show you like a five minute video to the whole song on tobiano and it might even make you cry 
right? Like Tom shot 91 that day. He cried. Yeah, I did. <laughs> he I cried. did cry. But yeah, I guess like, I, I cried there one time, but it was not tears of joy that day. I've like, seen that video of Pat. Was that your video? <laughs> yeah, you I, got, I got CPAs on, on uh, it was a tough number format. seven out there on the par three <laughs> when he was swinging in the barrel. Yeah. Not a good time for this move for the swing at that time, but uh, I've been you moved beyond that. Yeah, we've moved beyond. So yeah, like I've been learning backdoor a lot of to do with like Adobe and Spark and Audition and this and that and Photoshop. And so yeah, that video that you sent me, I had it linked up to the voice of the video, the Four Jack podcast. Sounds something like this, and it's Toby Ano hole five or six, the long par three, playing from the backs Seventh. and. Yeah, number seven. It should be an iron, and C. Pays is hitting a hybrid, and Bud Pat's like, oh, uh, this caddy must have told him to go with a hybrid here. Let's see what happens. And then C. Pays just flares this thing. Straight <laughs> left. when C. Pays was swinging literally in a barrel. He remembers that time. It's not a throw under the bus. It was we all go through those those challenges. Completely lost my golf swing. Especially then at Tobiano when the turf just grabs different. It makes you think about things just a little differently. So C-Page just sprays this one off to the left, and Pat's like, oh, boy, she gone, right? Tobiano sounds a little <laughs> yeah. something like that. I mean, the 4Jack podcast sounds a little Well, when every like green is pretty much like an island out there, like it wasn't really boating well for the, the whole every, flat, blocky swing. Yeah, every that hole. hole is terrifying, yeah. too, right? Just like yeah. a little chunk of grass over that canyon, and you're like, dang, there's a lot of room to miss here. Every hole is an the track island. has my number every end. time. Every hole. But we will pass the attention on to Codes for his final moment of the 2019 season. I got to show my man Dally some love down from the Cardiff. Dallas placed at the top of the order of merit for the PGA of Alberta this year's boys for the head professional ranked third behind two individuals, Riley Fleming. Number one in the order of merit, Wes Heffernan. Two pretty good players. While Dallas still works 55 hours a week, right? Like, that's when you go to, like, how does Dallas do it, this and that, time, dedication, skill, above all. But he's putting his hours in the shop, too. Working hard, yeah, doing things and then going, finding time to do things. So to be behind those two names for sure, like I think I might have told you guys, like, and you guys like a caddy for Dallas, and that's who I caddy for at the Tour Championship of the Royal Mayfair, was Mm -hmm. watching then Wes Heffernan and Riley Fleming. And I didn't think that they did anything special that day. In fact, there was a point in time where Riley, I hope you don't mind me telling you this or this story, but Riley, I think it's... 12 is the shore, the longer par for the Royal dog leg right after the par three mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bunker on the left. Riley bombs it down there to like pass the bunker. He's got nine iron in long two pot bogey. He's angry. Comes to then the short 13th slight dog leg around the corner left short one, right? Bombs it over the bunker. Has a short one in there. I believe he three-putted. And he is hot. Like slapped his putter hot. And I'm thinking that he's like me. He's done. Right? <laughs> like, you know <laughs> no, what I mean? Like, yeah. no, those are after gone. bombing it and this and that. And you kind of haven't gotten anything. You're like, I don't know where he's at. But I'm just thinking like me. I'm like, I'm furious. Like, I'm showing my emotion now. I'm hitting putters kind of thing. Like, 
I'm kind of checked out and I'm thinking he's done. So he steps up to par, to par five 14th and just cannonballs this one right down there and then takes a th- two iron from like 255 and puts it to like 11 feet for eagle. Ugh. Just slips out, taps in for birdie. Birdie's the 15th, so on and so forth. Would, 67. Where'd yeah. you shoot, right? Yeah. 67. Yeah. And I'm like catting for Dallas, and Dallas is scattering around, and he shoots a one over. And I'm like, Dallas, you got to be in pretty good position. I had no idea that I played with the two leaders. So shout out to Dallas and shout out to Wes Heffernan for also taking down the Mike Weir Award for the PGA of Canada for Player of the Year with a scoring average, I believe, of 67.36. Wow. Ooh. Give it Jeez, that clap. Man. Which right. is just yeah. absolute fire. To compete. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's I, really I, good playing. So Dallas like, falls behind like those types of guys doing really, really well. Speaking right? of crazy things people do to, to show emotion, when we were at the club championship down there in Wigwam, I watched a guy smash his skull because he missed a putt. Like literally fist, what? wham, cracked to the side of his head. I'm like, dang, man. Like, that's, <laughs> damn, <laughs> that's man. a little hardcore. But Golf will mess you up. Yeah, it'll yeah. get you. That's a concussion, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he gotten he got third place. So uh, I don't good know. Three. Good three, good yeah, good three. Yeah, don't hate it. Golf will make you do a lot of like. Yeah, didn't like didn't you know Zone used to like bust up a whole bunch of things, or is that you that would constantly come into the Goose Pro Shop and just exchange something out of that little thing they called a change room? <laughs> no, room. no, Matt. One time, yeah, we used to. When we had to come in for the shotguns, you'd have to do the split shift that you're familiar with out of Goose Helmet. But we would rip up to the par three course just outside of Bonacourt called Spring Creek. 18 holes ranging from like 71 yards to 240 yards. Perfect. Hit off mats, little dome greens, but it's fun. Is in this farmer's field. Mm-hmm. Long story short, Matt lost some 45 press match to Duffield and then <laughs> proceeded to snap. Every one of his clubs in half. Pardon? And yeah, every, every, single, every single one of them, and came in and <laughs> tossed him into that little change room behind there, and he had a new set of sticks waiting for him. But uh, yeah, anyways, the farmers' field got the best of Yozone that day. That's pretty funny, man. But well, sometimes it gets us. It, it we've will. All, we've Dome all been greens there. and hitting off mats. Oh, yeah, there's like, a pile of fun there. Yeah, Good the old cards. You throw the tea in the governor. Backfiring down the hills. Forty <laughs> k, right? It's fun. Uh, but I will be, I guess, the last one to close this out for my favorite moment of 2019 season. And I, other than Tigers, I think this should be everyone's favorite. To be honest, is when ZJ whiffed that ball at the Masters and hit that tee block and shit. Yeah, that was amazing. That was. Hands down, one of my favorite things I've ever seen at the Masters. <laughs> yeah, I think Cooch was like, he was like, oh, does that count? Cooch was like, yeah. oh, unless he meant to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got money on that? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Like, that, that was, was so yeah. funny, dude. Like, that, cl- I could watch that a hundred times. And just yeah. never get tired of it. That fucking ZJ. Shit. <laughs> I'm trying what? to think. I don't think I've ever done that. Complete whiff? Yeah, like on the practice swing, like catch it with the toe. Oh, I've practice swing. I've done it. I've done but, some. Well, I don't know if anyone ever too. knows the story of Tom. Like one of the. F- <laughs> yeah, this is a wild one. I think. I think this might have been Ooh. like 
Tell me more. One of the first times <laughs> I ever saw you at the golf course, or like maybe it was Luke Ross's first time. It was Luke Ross's first time. Yeah, and he, Tom was swinging on the driving range of Belvedere, and if anyone knows Belvedere, like the parking lot is right behind the driving range. And Tom takes a full swing with his driver, misses, recoils back, ding, hits what? the ball on the back, on the recoil back, pins a car in the parking lot. <laughs> that actually isn't exactly how it went. I was trying to do that Tiger Woods thing, you know, where you would bonk it on the wedge and then take a swing oh. and smash oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to do. And then it landed on the concrete because I missed it, right? Like I was doing the bounce, <laughs> then hit it up, tried to take a swing, bounces off the concrete. And then on the on the back swing it hit the back of my wedge and went into the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Bad first impression. Well, I mean, I don't think it's it the worst impression. I think you got, it's a good story. You got to take chance every now and then. Occasionally, you miss, right? Well, You're not going to hit them all out of the park, Tom. Nope. Yeah, it's exactly. Dead into the parking lot behind me, into the cars. But before we come back and wrap this thing up, guys, we got to take a short break from our from our sponsors. Hey Codes, did you know that Golf Traders has Canada's largest selection of used and new golf clubs online? No, I didn't. Hmm, that's too bad. We have a Tom. Did you know that Golf Traders has golf clubs that can fit your game and your budget? Yeah, of course. That's why I'm asking you if you've heard of them. Well, you can head on over to golftraders.ca and check out their entire selection of used and new golf equipment. Or head over to golf underscore traders on Instagram. Welcome back to the Four Jack Pod. Quick little break there. And I think that pretty much wraps up our review of the 2019 season for our favorite moments, to be fair. Um, I mean, there's lots of, I'm sure we have some honorable mentions that can be thrown in there. I mean, one of mine that I would, definitely throw in i know it was recent was the president's cup down in royal melbourne i think it's an event that definitely struggles compared to the Ryder cup but this year was really nice to watch some honestly like some really good competition at a golf course that i personally think the pga tour should be at every single year like it was awesome to watch that golf course yeah great competition thought the internationals were gonna take them was hoping and then to watch tiger just play flawless golf again was sick Reminds me, I think I owe Thomas $20 in that bet that I took online with him. I took the internationals. I think he took the U.S. He said he had to take some of that gravy. So we got to get his email so I can send them some money in about three weeks. Okay. Oh, you know what's actually a good sound? that? Durvin. Brendan Durvin. There was a bet at the beginning of the President's Cup. It was like 50 to 1 for Tiger to be perfect through the President's Cup. Mm-hmm. He took it. Picked up 750 bucks. Wow. So shout that out was a nice Durf. win for Durf. Nice win. Woo. Yeah. Real nice. So that's a little side note on that. Pretty sick. Um, I got one last thing that I kind of want to touch on. Go it's on. It's the end of a decade here. Folks. Yeah. Like, do you think Tiger winning the Masters this year was the biggest thing of golf in this decade? Yeah. Name something else. Jordan Spieth's meltdown at the Masters is pretty epic, too. Rory had a meltdown at the Masters. Yeah. Decade, right? Yeah. Shooting that 80, whatever the heck And then he, he came shot. back and won the U.S. Open. Pat's favorite PGA Tour player won two green jackets. That 
Patrick whining. Patrick Bubba. Reed. Oh, Bubba. <laughs> was, were both like of those Bubba. this decade? Yeah. He did hit that crazy yeah, hook in 2014. Well, yeah, all that. I don't think you need that. Even sniffs. Like yeah. Tiger coming no. back from the injuries and where he was. What was he? 44. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's such a bigger <laughs> that story foot, than Rory shooting 80. Right? Like, that mug shot. Thing, yeah. Right? It's just, yeah. When he a, had that mug the shot. Tours, that tiger, a, the Golf World's Tiger. All of that stuff. It's, uh, yeah, it's Tiger of the Decade. It's Tiger of 2019. It's going to be Tiger, like, really. It's, of the dirty, tw- or, like, of the rowdy 20s. Yeah. Well, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> for now, like, yeah, it's he's the center of everything. It all, you know, rotates around Tiger for yeah. sure. So I think, absolutely, yeah. if, if it's not that, it's pick something else from this last decade. And part of it would be the fall of Tiger, which would be a bigger story than any other golf story too, right? So, exactly. Uh yeah, all of it taken together. I think Tiger. Tiger's the man of the decade. Yeah, he yeah, really did right. start it and ended it. Like yeah, the last well, couple the, of the days. demise was two thousand nine, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he wins the Masters in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Like, yeah. and literally hitting rock bottom. Right. So the, when that yeah, mug shot a, came up, you knew that was rock bottom. Just like, mangled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's all yeah, pretty much all Tiger all the time. Cool. Always will be. Uh, any. Honorable mentions codes? No, nothing. This guy's got absolutely nothing for us. We, 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 we burnt him out. From me, we burnt him out. I think I brought three fire points here today. <laughs> three fire points. Phil, social media, love the importance in the upscaling. If you haven't, head over to our IG page and check out some of the things we're up absolutely. to. Absolutely. Two, shout out Dallas Cantera, West yep. Heffernan. Big shout out PGA boys. of Alberta. Look forward to see what tournament when it gets released where we're heading this year because we got a caddy once again yeah i think that's part of it like this is the tour is great and stuff but when we think about the year it's like it's our year how was your year of golf absolutely you know i mean so i some, right. some of this stuff yeah like we stay on top of the tour but it's like i look forward to courses that i've played or coming up to or you know our bud how he's doing tournaments how he's playing so 2020 should be a good one looking forward not only on the pga tour but hopefully get you back in action yeah wounded warrior yeah, right. come back see how dallas mm-hmm. does get haven't played with CPAs in a few years, so you know, been a lot better since the last time we you know saw what I mean? each other. So, so like that's 2020, nice. looking forward with the group of buds and the community you guys are creating, and what that's going to lead to on the golf courses and uh, the stories. I'm sure are going to be significantly different in the 2020 year in review mm-hmm. than they are this one, especially with what uh, what's percolating here. Yeah, uh, with well, the crew and in the lab, right? So we can segue that uh, comment into something that's coming up for you, Pat. Uh, I heard you have a little bit of a trip out to TO, hopefully soon here to go to. Yeah, I'm gonna go do like a ooh, tell me bag kind of custom fitting at Tour Experience Golf in Toronto in a couple weeks. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, thinking about for making what? A, well, I'm thinking about making a purchase or two, and I would just like to know, without a doubt. That I'm making the right purchase. What are you looking like to get that. into this year? Well, it kind of depends on where I'm at with my gear right now, and we'll go through and find out in that fitting. But uh, irons, I'm looking at a new set of irons. I'm looking at a new driver. I thought you just got a new set of irons. <laughs> I think he's gone through a few in the last couple of years. Yeah, and so uh, we did talk previous podcast about uh, how just like hitting whatever clubs you like, and how I love gear and this and that, but. Uh, I also want to make it as easy as possible, right? As we all should be doing, right? And so the clubs I have now, these knives are, I'm past that point. So that was kind of an impulse purchase that Mm -hmm. I'm regretting. 
Which blades did you go with? Just Cobras. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. C-Pays so if C you're pays looking to get spread blades. So, so I got a set of... It's not a chance. You're saying you're looking for a set of clubs? No. C-Pays. Yeah, you got a better, better, so better set. My wrists are sore as is. Yeah. Like, I don't really need to make it worse. Toughen yeah. up. I'm so, looking for something a little fatter. Yeah, toughen them up like your feet. Yeah. yeah. And remember that? Feet are tough. Feet are tough. Feet are still tough, so <laughs> no worries there. So, yeah, I'm going to go down, uh, they check out your putting stroke, you name it, so full bag fitting and then uh, reassess so you're going putter so, through driver all the way yeah awesome are you yeah. sure you don't want to hit blade c pays i tried it i just i'll never go back when did you try last well it's probably that time that i stiffed macaulay for that set um, <laughs> <laughs> i had that combo set those yeah Apex yeah pros or whatever the hell they were, the and pro then combo. the pro combo, and then those for, those apex forged or x four x forged. Yeah. Oh man, they were they were sweet, but the misses were not so no, good. No, no, no. I right. did not enjoy so, it. Yeah. And I played a PAT with those things, and I just shanked it around the course of those things. I did not enjoy it. Yeah. Gotta edit that out. Gotta edit yeah. that out. We don't edit out you too spreading much. Spreading that over the airwaves. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. No, no, no. that kind of stuff. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Your earmuffs. Are you uh, going to be trying out just a whole gamut of different clubs while you're there and like heads and shafts and kind of just shafts. see what works? Yeah, I've got it like... Are you brand specific? No, I'm not. Like I'm that. not brand specific. We're trying but, to get uh, them into PXG. No, I would not. No. So I would eliminate a few Sorry, from the list. Bob. One of them would be PXG. <laughs> How come? Why would I eliminate? Well, yeah. if cost wasn't or- a factor... Uh, there's so many other options that I like the look of better. I'm sure I could get something aesthetically that would, even if the numbers were so great, there would be something that would get me close enough where I wouldn't have to have a set I don't really like the look of. Okay. Cost notwithstanding, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, fully open-minded to whatever the numbers say uh, is what I would go with. Yeah. Even Steel with shaft? Even, say, is that yeah. an no, option? No, no. As you guys know, I would be, I'm full graphite all the way through the bag. <laughs> and so we're going to continue that on for the okay it's so funny of my body you're playing full graphite coming from like the toughest guy i've known on the golf course for the last decade toughest guy guys swings so hard the elbows uh have taken a beating so uh, yeah playing at the queue would do that to you what's softened up pretty good out there but yeah definitely the first few years the the rock was open rock. Yeah, yeah so uh welcome to the rock right? yeah. <laughs> that's right a eh? little overuse so no we'll have graphite shafts throughout everything but uh yeah they'll get me into something there titleist always look good mizuna look nice cobra's got some mizuna new product out uh, some new drivers in fairway woods this year pings that look even good nice. pings look great and i'm you know if i was anything i'd be more partial to the companies that support lefties Right, and mm. so Titleist does, Mizuno, Ping does, Mizuno, Mizuno kind of does. They just sprinkle in Slam. a little bit, right? So it's uh, they got some special edition lefties, but they're blades, so I don't want any action with those things. And what about putters? Like you got to be like somewhat specific when it comes to that. Uh, no, uh, even then, I'd be more interested on what they kind of tell me. With my stroke. Yeah, what kind of putter you need. Yeah, where if it should I be leaning a little more with a little more toe hang or should I be a little more face balance? I have a pretty good idea anyways. And then just uh, getting dialed in to lie loft. I mean, it's something I've never been fit for, Mm -hmm. which seems so ridiculous for how how important that is. Um, I've never been fit. Yeah, right? I've never, ever been fit. I just take standard. standard. I can't use standard. It's too high for me. Toes straight up. I was always half degree flat. Yeah. 
mm. or else I'd be hooked. Right. So that thing. moving into the next year, it would just be like good to know as a guy who just tinkered so much last year, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to get on a little more solid footing. Absolutely. Moving forward, right? Give a little more yeah. foundation to 100%. the knowledge for that's Pat, right. that's Bud right. Pat's golf shop. So anyways, that's, that's what I'm kind of get this set up, get them in, get a few sw- uh, sim sessions in here. And like it's, you know, the new year and all of a sudden April's around the corner. And and yeah. you said you're heading down to Palmy as well, heading down to Palm Springs, well, hopefully in March. Maybe hopefully go somewhere warm to grab a few rounds of golf, hopefully if uh, the schedule lends itself. But Absolutely. We're going to go into a deep dive of Palm Springs and we're going to find a few tracks for you, I think, over the next. Until then, I think we should come back and have a little deep dive on some Palm Spring tracks because as listening to Thomas's track as well, mm-hmm. he's moving down there. Yes, sir. And he'd probably like to golf down there accordingly. He would absolutely real good down there. Right. You like that tie in? It's nice. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's nice that uh, you got something coming up here. We can't wait to see what you come back from Toronto with. And it'd be nice to see some low numbers again out of you, like usual, I guess. But um, I can't wait to just (laughs) open up my wallet again. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I wish for Pat is just more low numbers. That's that's what I was just going to ask. Well, hopefully he's my partner, so that would make it. So uh, before we go, I'm going to go around. But Pat, what's your 2020 golf resolution? What do you want to do in golf, in your game, better in 2020? I think I would like just to regain some consistency. consistency. Probably like, more, yeah, most golfers would always hope for consistency, but it was a little more uh, erratic this year. A few more higher numbers. Looking for a little bit of balance. <laughs> right? Just a little mm-hmm. more balance, right? So right, uh, I think uh, as with life and golf, it'll be simultaneous, a little more balance, but certainly a little more consistency in the game this year. Balance. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's what we all need. Yeah. Pays, what do you looking forward to in 2020 in your golf game as a resolution what are you going to be working on uh i think for 2020 the biggest thing for me would be uh get my putter back on track i mean obviously i played quite limited rounds this year <laughs> thanks yeah mm. i i mean i only played maybe 15 times this year and the driver was probably the best part of my game wasn't worrying about hitting fairways but Swinging free. Uh-huh. when you're not playing enough like obviously the putter's not exactly on point, so we'd like to bring that back, and that's maybe something I need to look at as well as a new putter. But yeah, definitely work on the on the stroke. We'll have to give Jim McCulley a call for that putter. That one that he brought by was pretty. I would take that right now. Pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Tom, twenty twenty. What's a resolution going forward with golf for you, my man? Um. Speed. Speed. I think I'm yeah. going speed. Gankus has got me going. I'm going to be trying to swing it a little faster and just staying relaxed because I think that's the best way to generate speed. Take the Brendan Todd approach. Take the tension out of your arms and get some Gankus speed. Yeah, I think I did yeah. a little tight trying to control it, and that's how you get the short right miss that Jordan got into so much trouble with. And I want to just feel I almost want to take mine back and say I want speed too. Like, Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Everyone wants more speed. I yeah. want, I just want, to I want consistency, better putting, and speed. I just want to be better. Yeah. I'm just going to start That's taking Adderall before my rounds and just swing real hard. Yeah. Like 100% laser focus. Oh, sorry, did you say you wanted speed? I thought you said you wanted some speed. Speed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a bag here for you if you need Codes, what's your 2020? Get back in the game. That's I hope. it, boys. Uh, just to continue to rehab and repair this shoulder. 
and as well as one thing that I will be bringing into will be I will be bringing my front left foot pivoting off the ground like Gankus likes to promote getting a little bit you're gonna get it off the ground yeah like i gotta let that be little free. baseball i gotta let that go free a little bit Wild. and start like swinging like wild like, Baba, like i gotta we gotta do something because i cannot wait to see some erratic behavior out of you we'll find a way to keep it going <laughs> you guys know you guys know i'm i never stop grinding right it might be for 86 but we're out there and we are grinding so yeah i As want consistency be. speed power health and birdies sorry for my 2020 resolution on the golf course birdies well i think we all want that that's a great fair, one man yeah pars okay i want no, pars birdies pars aim high aim high right shoot yeah. for the stars hope to hit the moon absolutely i got a new uh a new head cover that's a an eagle actually I'm trying to get a couple of eagles out there this year maybe right. swing with that head cover on it'll get you some speed Saw that eagle. Warm that's up. Warming up. <laughs> Warming up with that head cover on. <laughs> Might need to borrow Cody's little speed stick speed that stick. he's got. Yeah, to try and generate some club head speed here. I think that's what hurt my shoulder was whipping that fake, <laughs> or, that fake whip orange whip around and just tearing my scapulas upper and lower, swinging in like minus 30, trying to get season ready. <laughs> I think that's one of the yeah, contributing factors. But I like that eagle, though. You know I got Lucy. Yeah. Sick. I think I'll be dipping by a construction site and stealing a three and a half foot piece of rebar and just start swinging it in front of the house. Yeah. We always that's how I get the re- that's yeah. how I get the speed going. We wanted you to shoot videos doing that. Yeah, I know Maybe you not. didn't, but, but yeah, a little dangerous there. It would have been bit beautiful. Price, bit pricey out there. But is there anything else we need to uh, talk about? I'll be honest. I got nothing. I think uh, I think we've covered everything. I would. Firstly, like to thank Pat for coming down into the lab today to do a little year in review. Thanks, Thanks for the invite, boys. It's an absolute pleasure. Back. And I would also like to thank Cody and Tom for a good year for us. Well, I, I didn't think that was necessary. I didn't think that, that was that. necessary for yeah, us, that, Tom. That was, I don't know who was hit a bit that. Off. I don't know who hit that button, Tom. That wasn't yeah. for us. I, th- I think it was a good us. year for the three of us, and I thought it was a, a lot of fun. And here's hoping for the best for 2020, and let's get this thing going, and um it's already going man absolutely let's get let's get it big and i think it was a great year for everyone and i'd just like to say obviously merry christmas and happy new year's to everyone listening and we will be catching you in the new year i guess when we all get together again but thank you guys for listening to the four jack podcast not just for this episode but for everyone that we've had this year and for those of you listening on apple podcasts Feel free to leave us a five-star review. We obviously greatly appreciate that. And we wish everybody a great new year. And we will be talking to everyone soon. And tell your friends to listen to the pod. Absolutely. Tell everyone. Tell your friends, friends. And Pat, you tell your friends, friends, friends. Start listening to the 4Jack podcast. I'm going to let them know. Thanks, Pat. I get my, no <laughs> let them know, right? Like where I get my, I listen to mine on Spotify, right? Like if, uh, thank you, Monfer. That's right. No problem. Share it. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Peace. Cheers. Arrivederci. Hello, Four Jack Podcast fam. It's your boy, Actor of Nation, and thank you for listening to the Four Jack Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could go hit that subscribe button and leave us a lovely five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. You know what? Because that would really make our day. Thank you, and let's keep on golfing, baby. 
I kind of like that last one. Okay, then we're good. Got it. 